Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. Been away for a couple of weeks on vacation. Uh, it's nice to get away, but also nice to be back home and uh, and also nice to be back with you as well uh, on this Wednesday to uh, hopefully refresh and recenter ourselves for the rest of the week. And hopefully you've had a, uh, a good week and I hope that you have a good week the, the rest of this week, but uh, glad that you are here with us to join us today, whenever it is that you're watching this, whether it be on Wednesday evening or uh, whatever day it is. I'm, I'm glad that you've chosen to join us today. You know, I heard a story about uh, a mother and her child um, in, in particular, although I think most of us can recognize it as something that could happen in, in any home with, with children. Uh, but this one just happened to be between one mother and, and her child. Uh, but the mom had a, a, a pretty hectic day with her four-year-old daughter. And so when bedtime finally came, she just had to lay down the law and she told her, we are putting on your pajamas, we are brushing your teeth, we are reading one book, and then it's lights out. You are going to bed. She just had enough. And uh, the little girl, you know, kind of with tears in her eyes, reached up to her mom and, and her arms went kind of around her mom's neck. And, and she had this gentle embrace of her mom. And the little girl said, you know, we learned in Sunday school about little boys and girls who don't have mommies and daddies. And the mom felt tears begin to well up in her eyes as she thought, oh, even though you know I've kind of gotten on to her and, and, and disciplined her, she's still grateful to have me as her mommy. But then the little girl whispered, maybe you could go be their mommy. <laughs> you would think that being aware of others who are in need would make us more appreciative for what we have. But truth be told, we know that's not always the case. I can remember growing up, um, hearing those words that, that it seems like every child, especially those who live in, in, in the U.S., uh, seem to hear, at least I've, I think I've com, you know, been communicated that by, by other people, you know, that, that we heard when we were complaining about not wanting to uh, do something, or in particular about not wanting to eat what was served for dinner, something to the effect of, you need to eat your vegetables or whatever it, was, whatever it was that was being served, because there are children around the world who are starving right now, right? How many of you heard uh, those words from one or both of your parents. Now, my first reaction was usually to think, well, how is me eating this plate of food going to help them, right? And then second, my second reaction was usually to think, well, how about if we just box it up and send it to them? Maybe that, you know, I don't have to eat it. I'll just send it to them, right? Uh, again, unfortunately, being aware of others who are in need doesn't always make us more appreciative for what we have. It should, but it often doesn't. Being aware of people in our world who are suffering and starving doesn't necessarily make us or seem to make us appreciate that we have plenty of food, more than we could probably ever imagine. Many of us, if not all of us listening to this, um, don't ever struggle with the question of where we're going to get our next meal from, only where are we going to go to get our next meal from. Being aware of Christians in the world who are being persecuted for their faith and uh, persecuted for living their faith out doesn't seem to at least necessarily make us appreciate that we have the freedoms of religion that we have in this country. Being aware of people in our world who have no family or friends doesn't necessarily seem to make us appreciate that we have both, and oftentimes a plethora of, of both. Sadly, it seems the, often the only thing that makes us truly appreciate something is having it removed from our lives from a while. I mean, think about when do you most appreciate the fact that you have things that we often take for granted, like electricity and running water. I'm guessing if you're like me, it's after you've had one or both 
unavailable for a little while. You know, in the prophets, God repeatedly rebuked his people for ignoring the needs of people all around them. And perhaps more than any other sin, the Israelites were guilty of a lack of mercy and compassion. And, you know, it's interesting in a world where we tend to point out certain sins as being above the others, God seems to hold the lack of mercy and compassion and doing something for those around us as kind of the the, one of the biggest sins that we can commit, especially for those of us who claim to be Christians. Listen to what God says through the prophet Amos. He says, Woe to you who live in beds of ivory and stretch out on your couches, who eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall, who drink wine from bowls and anoint yourselves with the best ointments. And in other words, you, you have everything that you need, right? Even are, are blessed beyond the things that you need. But... Woe to you who are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. In other words, who are not grieved for those who are hurting and suffering around. You have everything that you need, and yet you don't recognize that there are people suffering and hurting around you who need your help and and who God desires for you to work through to help them. Listen to what Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter 25. He says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me also. Then he will say to those on his left, and it gets even more, uh, or this is where it kind of takes a turn for the, the worse and the harder. He said, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. And they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? And he will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for the least of these, you did not do for me. So open your eyes to the needs of those around you. And even more than that, take advantage of those opportunities to help those whom you can, especially during these difficult times, and allow the needs of others to cause you to reflect on how blessed you are and the responsibility that you have, that I have, that all of us have to show mercy and compassion and to serve those around you and to use what God has blessed you with in a way that will glorify him. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.